Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here are your hosts, Steve Collins and Drew Slemkus. Today's episode of the Coach Unplugged is brought to you by the great people over at CoachMarket.net. Check them out. Free videos, free articles, blogs written by yours truly. Does it get any better than that? Free, won't cost you an arm and a leg. Just check it out. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. All right, let's head off to Coach Slumpkiss and Coach Collins in Coach Unplugged episode 22. Oops, we won't go there. Yeah. How you doing, fans? Hey, fans are, is that plural or single? Singular. I'm hoping it's plural. More than one fan. Multiple, yeah. Like multiple coaches up here. Yeah, but it's Coach Coach Unplugged. At Coach Unplugged. Which could be found at uh, CoachMarket.net. Yeah. Or really confusing. Yeah, I'm not sure. You did go to Dartmouth too, right? I did. I did. Would you balance skill work versus game time with summer basketball? Um, I think this. Let me just state, start with this one. I think at the at the younger ages, I'm under the philosophy, and we've had this talk before, that you know, elementary school should be four four skill workouts for every one game and yep. no one does this middle school should probably be three to two and a half to one and then by the time they get to high school and they're like a sophomore it probably can be one to one it still shouldn't be it should probably still be two to one okay. um but i think i'm i'm a big advocate of skill work rather than playing okay i um i agree with that for the most part yeah i do um i think summer's the period where you get better as an individual it's the eye time Yep, and we yep. went over this ego and greed and all sorts of other fun stuff. Did we do that already? Yeah, that okay. was in episode whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. That was corporation episode. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure that one made the cutting. May not. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe you won't see it. Um, I I would be a proponent that skill work should be done in the summer. Like you want to improve your shot, summer's the time to improve your shot. It's not in the season. You aren't going to get enough repetitions to do that. I will say this. You're maintaining. It's like weight training. You maintain in season. In season. Yeah. You maintain yeah. in season. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would say this, though. I think we're also in an age here where kids go and play a ton of AAU. Um, Too much. And I'm not going to throw, you know, AAU is the worst thing in the world. Well, no, I didn't say I just say There's benefits to AAU. But, but, but well, before we go any further than that. I have the problem. The only problem I have with AAU is, first of all, I think that a body shouldn't do the same motion all the yep. time. 
and these kids are only playing basketball for eight weeks, and they're playing four games a day. They're doing the same thing to their body all the time. It's not like they're going out and doing swimming. I actually think the NBA going, is studying this right now. Yeah, I think that's the, why there are all those injuries the are happening. amount of hours that are logged in those summers much. when they're in high school. It's too much. And actually, middle school goes. But it's too much. Yeah, I, I would agree with you 100% on this. Um, I would say this, though, that I think kids still need to learn how to play the game from a team perspective. So maybe your numbers are right. Maybe when they're young, it's four to one. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just four, you're it. getting better. One, you're practicing Same. those skills you just did. Um, you know, and I actually personally talked with Coach Dick Bennett about this, where he runs sort of a team camp. And the whole idea, he's not teaching basketball skills. He's not teaching like an X and O. Is he doing that right now? Yeah, I think he still runs in the summer. I know he did it two summers ago up by wherever he's living now. Because the, because the key is the key is they, they need those repetitions. And I'm so, I'm noticing that with camp this morning with the little guys with fifth to eighth graders is we did skill work for about 30, 40 minutes, and then we played one on one, two on two, mm-hmm. three on three, which is where you really learn the game. I would argue, yeah, three on three is the best stuff you can do. Because it's mm-hmm. like that's all that's ever going on in a basketball court. Is it two on two, one on one, or three on three? Really? The other yeah, two yeah, yeah, yeah. that are ever. Well, yeah, you you can have a ball side triangle. That's a three man game, and you have two on the back side. Yeah, of the so so, so the, it's never a four. There's very few four man continuity motions. motions. So that's why I think it's super motion. important at the younger ages to get them. I mean, I would be okay with us having a national three on three champion or something. I don't know what, but. At those younger ages, that's what they really because they get touches. You can't hide. Everybody's involved. Mm-hmm. All yeah, that I think that's that. a benefit of playing three and three, especially with young kids. Is yeah. the court space a little bit easier for them? Um, they have to touch the ball. I don't think it's bad for our guys. You can't hide. No, I would teach it all the way up. To yeah, playing yeah. three and three games. Um, but I do think there's this point where kids still need to be able to think the game of basketball. Like there's uh, globally, so many people. Globally, there's globally. so many of these AAU kids that play their club games. Play. A trillion of them, whatever, how many thousand, them, whatever, the hundreds that they play, and then they go and deal with their personal trainer, and do one-on-one workouts, and there's nothing in between. Right. And AU, I'm not gonna throw you under the bus, but and part of it is you may not, you don't practice every day of the week, you don't, you know what I mean? These kids are coming from all these different right. places. places. So how much continuity can you really have? Right. How advanced can you be with your X's and O's? But knowing a role. Like, we've talked about this with a couple of our guys already. In the summer, they're working on stuff that during season, we may never want them to do that in a game because their role is to be the junkyard dog, to be the right. new guy, to be diving on but the that, floor. That doesn't, but defense. it doesn't hurt them to do No, that. to do skill, but they also need to play within the confines of a five-on-five game so they understand that roles aren't important. Right. That the guy who's diving on the floor for a loose ball is as important as the guy who's making the three-pointer. To put us up well, by a point. Right. Like, that doesn't like happen. Like, the sophomore that that's in the gym right now playing with the seniors that maybe is trying to make the squad has yeah. to figure out, okay, I can. Yeah, where, even am, the, where am I? Where am I born? And how to how, play off of other people. And, and how am I doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's. So, I think it's a, a healthy combination of both. I think, I don't know where you got those numbers from, but that I mean, seems just, to be. I don't know, four is too it's much. It's hard, to, it's hard to do. I would it. actually argue it might even be more. I don't yeah. remember how many games I had when I was a young kid, but it wasn't. We played maybe a 10 And Drew is going, my, my son's going into eighth. Yeah. And this summer, since AU started, I've really tried to get to three to one. Mm-hmm. And it's been, re- I mean, I have access to a gym. Yeah. I have a, ba- a court in the backyard. It has been really hard to get to three to one. Really hard. Because he plays so many games. Yeah. But and I, also say I think this, it's helped his game. But No um, doubt. I'll say this. For the kids, too, the athletes, too, 
skill development, you're not going to get better in that one 40-minute hour session with your specialty coach right. that your parents are taking you to. It's you going home after that and getting right. up 500 shots. Yeah. Pounding the ball for 30 minutes and working right. on ball handling. I stuff. tell, I like tell, it's not, it's no. not done in that one fancy session. No, it's done with your when no one else is watching, when no one else is paying attention, and you're just going out there and doing it yourself. And I tell my, I tell the people that I work out, I say I'm giving, and I tell the parents this, I'm giving you a tool. tool. Here's the tool. You can come watch. I can't train you six hours a day. I can't train you every day. First of all, your parents can't afford it. Second of all, I don't have the time. <laughs> There's lots of things. This is, needs to come from you. Yes. So, so I, I actually talked about that at camp today. I said, you know, we did uh, a, a dribbling thing where they had to do 250 different types of dribbles, like power dribbles, fake crossovers, all these things. I said, now I gave you that tool. Go yes. home and yep. use it. Yep. Yep. You know, some of you I will see tomorrow. Some of you I won't see till next week. I don't care. At some point, you need to go out, find a flat surface, and dribble. Yep. And do what I just taught you. I can't be with you all the time, and that's. I think that's lost because I think we live in a society where they want. I'm going to the trainer three days a week, yeah, and I'm playing all these games, and and it's like, well, yeah, but it's still about you, you know. And the work you're gonna put in. It's it's what I tell my classes, and it's not life's not fair. Life lesson no, sixty two, and we're not all equal, and we're not all equal, and. Um, I had to spend a lot of time when I wrote my master's thesis, which was a couple hundred pages. I had to take a lot of time in, in school when I wrote papers. I didn't have to take a lot of time on my math homework. Um, so I tell them. I had to take time on none of it. But that's besides Well, that's other issues. Um, but the person in the first row might spend five minutes on homework a night and get an A on everything I give them. And the person in the back might spend two hours a night and still get a B. Well, yeah, it's yes. not fair. You might have to spend more if you want the A. So, I agree. Yeah. What are you willing to work for? And I would also say this. And there a, are some caps as far as a, athleticism. But certainly, <laughs> yeah, you're limited to where you can get to. Yeah. From a coach's perspective, when you're thinking about those skills that you want to teach, the drill needs to be one that the kid can take outside of the gym. Yes. Not just this fancy thing that looks good because you got 900 cones on the court right. and you're doing eight different cuts off of this just to get a simple jump shot up. Right. Make it a simple thing for them so they can go and practice. How home. often do you do a triple, double, quiple, quadruple move that you see all over YouTube? Huh? You don't do it. No. You don't. So why you practice do? it? Yeah. Um, and and as, that excites you. Now there is there is a there is a, a theory of thought is I'm going to do those. I'm going to teach those because it's going to keep them interested. If it keeps you interested in working on your game, then go ahead and do them. But you're not going to do them in a game very often unless you're Stephen Curry. Yeah. You know, you're just not. Yeah, and you're I not mean, Stephen Curry. Let's be really, really honest. Well, there is, a, I, I, there is think... a Stephen Curry out there watching us right now. Somewhere, <laughs> there's another Stephen Curry. Just like there was another LeBron, there's another Michael, there's another Magic. There's always somebody coming. There's yeah, the a, next athlete, you're saying. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. another eight-year-old out there that, that can be that And to that kid, person. I would say this. Like, Stephen didn't practice the between his legs, behind his back, pull up in your eye. Three when he was eight years old. No. He was practicing farm shooting, simple ball handling drills, right. getting good with both Pound right dribbles. and left hands. Yeah. You know, if you think you can hit that step back three, try shooting a left-handed layup first. Right. Because nobody does that anymore. No. It's a lost art, it unless is. you're left-handed, and then you yeah. use your right hand on the right side. But, um, and I think sometimes you want to use the opposite hand, but that's a whole different thing. Sure, yeah, sometimes. there's no doubt, but you have to be able to use but both hands. But I didn't hands. learn it that way. You have I to be able to use both hands. hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's inside layups on both sides both where you want to use it. Yeah. Um, but again, I think we sometimes overthink it. I think skill development is about repetitions, game-like, hard. 
by you, Repetitions. a ball, and, then you work and a basket. Yeah. That's about, that's Guess who my is. personal trainer was when I was growing up? Me. Me. It and was, my dad would give me some hints. He was yeah. a coach, so he gave me some tips. But it was literally me in my front yard spending hours. I used to walk doing, down to the park with my milk jug full of water. water. And go get them up. And go and a, and a boombox about the size of the Grand Canyon, yeah. and I'd walk down and I'd work out and I'd come home and go mow the lawn probably. So, yeah. How do you feel about the '70s as a decade? Is this well, when you were doing this, or was this '80s? Uh, I was born in the, the '70s. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about decades. We'll add that to another podcast. So this is it for uh, Coach Unplugged. I won't say CoachMarket.net, but Coach Unplugged. Sports Social Podcast Network.